It's Monday, and you're with Bob McAvoy, right here on the Semper Reformata podcast. Well, good morning. It's Monday morning, the 6th of June, 2022. And here we are at the beginning of summer. And this is Bob McAvoy with the regular Monday prayer cast, where we take a look back over some of the recent news and events in Northern Ireland and further afield with a Christian worldview. So let's start this episode with a quick roundup of some of the news that you probably won't have heard on the mainstream media. In England, an abortion clinic belonging to the British Pregnancy Advisory Service, the BPAS, in Tipton Sandwell, was inspected by the Kerr Commission, who found that, and I quote, pregnancy remains which should have been stored in a freezer were left at an unsecured cupboard at an abortion clinic. For pregnancy remains, read, murdered babies, left in a cupboard to rot for up to two weeks at room temperature. And that's what they call health care. How do people imagine that anyone who operates an abortion clinic cares one iota about anyone's health? Here in Ulster, Abolish Abortion NI, one of the local anti-abortion groups, has issued a statement on social media, noting that Ms Sarah Ewart has been awarded the OBE. In their post, the organisation says, In 2018, Sarah Ewart took a case against the laws in Northern Ireland that protected the life of children in the womb. Her case revolved around the fact that she had to travel to England to have her disabled child put to death. And yet another example of how sin-sick our nation is, Ms Ewart has been awarded an OBE for services to abortion legal reform in Northern Ireland. Sick indeed. Meanwhile, over in the USA, the toy manufacturer Mattel has produced a transgender Barbie. You can only wonder what that would look like. The doll is allegedly a tribute to someone called Laverne Cox, an LGBT actress who turned 50 on May the 29th. The doll is part of a collection of dolls that Mattel have called Tribute. There's even a Queen Elizabeth II Barbie in the collection. Who'd have thought it? The Queen being compared with an LGBT thespian. Let's do some Northern Ireland items. Belfast Live, a news website here in Northern Ireland, reported last week that monkeypox cases had doubled in Northern Ireland. The headline screamed alarmingly, Monkeypox! Northern Ireland cases rise as public health agency warn of symptoms. It was true, though, of course. Monkeypox cases did double from one to two. I'm sure we'll have some more scary monkey business as the summer progresses and as the open-air event season aids contagion. Again, here in Northern Ireland, the Belfast Telegraph is reporting that restaurants are having to remove steak from their menus. The blame is being directed at rising food prices, which the paper claims is due to the war in Ukraine. There's no doubt that Ukraine contributes a huge amount to the world's overall grain harvest, and fertiliser comes from that region too. But the real blame lies with the Western sanctions, which are hurting us far more than they are hurting Russia. You can't help thinking it's all part of the WEF's anti-food agenda, 
as they say in Davos, build back better. Up in the Maiden City, Derry, stroke London, Derry, parents seem to have complained that a wall in the children's department of Altnagelvin Hospital has been decorated with a display containing LGBT and transgender propaganda. The website gripped.ie reported, and I quote, the display featured the controversial gingerbread person diagram, an educational tool which teaches children that gender is decided in the brain and is not related to anatomy, along with a poster which read, Love has no gender, and a list of gay icons and LGBT trailblazers. It's significant that these perverse messages are being aimed at children. One parent who had taken her child to the hospital was absolutely appalled by the blatant promotion of transgender ideology. She commented, Seeing this at the hospital, I'm so afraid now. If my child visited that hospital, what are they going to try and teach my child when I'm not there? I don't feel safe as a parent. I don't feel comfortable. And quite frankly, it makes me feel scared. I ask, what business has a hospital to be teaching children homosexuality? Hospitals are about caring for the sick, not about indoctrinating small children. In a sick video circulated on social media, a large group of drunken men and youths are seen singing about the death of Ms. Michaela McAreevy. Mrs. McAreevy and her husband John had just been married in 2011 and had gone on honeymoon to Mauritius where she was brutally murdered. The video is poor quality and thankfully the words are difficult to make out. But the video seems to have been shot in an orange hall and the banner of Dundonald Purple Vine, LOL, is clearly visible on the wall. Mrs. McAreevy came from a well-known nationalist family with connections to the GAA, the Gaelic Athletic Association, a Catholic nationalist sporting and cultural organisation. Now, I have no time for the GAA, but to mock the death of a young woman is shameful and spiteful, and it should have no place in any decent society, never mind on premises that are supposed to promote the Protestant faith. The Bible tells us in Romans 12 and verse 15 that we are to rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep. And that includes our Catholic neighbours. In a statement, the Orange Order has condemned the video. The website Belfast Live reports the order as saying, quote, The video currently circulating on social media relating to the murder of Michaela Macarevi is utterly abhorrent and the Orange Institution condemns the content without reservation. An investigation by the Orange Order is underway and if any members are found to have been present, they will be disciplined. God's plan for the family for human sexuality is not only the perfect moral standard for mankind, it is the practical answer to many of society's problems today. Jesus said in Matthew 19, verse 4 to 6, He answered and said unto them, Have ye not read that he which made them at the beginning made them male and female? And said, For this cause shall a man leave father and mother, and shall cleave to his wife, and they twain shall be one flesh. Wherefore they are no more twain, but one flesh. What therefore God hath joined together, let not man put asunder. 
In Northern Ireland at present, the rising cost of living is bringing a surge of reports of children going hungry because of the rapidly increasing food prices. The cry is to pour more money into the problem, and that may help on a short-term basis. Now, this may not be popular, but surely the real answer long-term is to get back to a society that values the two-parent family a mummy and a daddy, rearing their family together, working hard to make things better for their children, not just depending on handouts of dole money. The two-parent mum and dad family is the most important building block of human society, and as such it should be nurtured and protected and encouraged. Let's pray for what society really needs. Biblical ethics, biblical morality, a return to God's design, for the flourishing of mankind. Well, links to all these stories are available so that you can read and research them for yourself. Follow the web link in the episode notes to www.semper-reformata.com to learn more. Today's grace gem is from Alexander Smelly. Smelly quotes Psalm 90 and verse 12. Teach us to number our days aright that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Alexander Smelly calls this the wisest form of arithmetic, and he comments, I number my days aright when I feel their fewness, when I recall their uncertainty, when I compare them with the unchangeableness of God, and I number my days aright if I think of them in relation to the limitless future that lies ahead, as short as they are, my years on this earth prelude an unimaginable deathless existence. So let me be diligent in my Father's business. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we praise you for your greatness, for your holiness, for your goodness and your power. And we acknowledge before you that you are the God who created and who sustains this world and everyone and everything in it. We've been thinking today about our world in which we live, and we've been thinking about those who are influencing it, and we pray for justice and mercy and peace to prevail throughout all your creation. Lord, we thank you that you did not only create the world, but that you ordained how mankind should live in relationship upon it. And we pray for the restoration of biblical marriage and for the proper upbringing of children. And we pray for the persecuted church throughout this world. And we seek your protection upon those who belong to Christ and those who are in danger for their witness for him. Especially we think of women and girls who are being abducted and enslaved in the continent of Africa. Today we long for their release and we pray for their safety. Father, today, before you we acknowledge our own faults and being too eager to live a quiet life, we seldom are concerned for others. Forgive us, we pray. Help us to be diligent in going about the business of Christ's kingdom while we still have time upon this earth. Well, that's all for now. Links for all these stories are on the website semper-reformata.com.
and there's a link to that website in the episode notes. The Catechism class is tomorrow, Tuesday at one o'clock. There should be a sermon podcast on Saturday. So don't be discouraged. Let's keep watching and keep praying, for far greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please help to make it better known by opening the podcast app on your phone or mobile device. Then, search for The Semper Reformata Podcast. Subscribe and give it a 5-star rating. See you next time.